<laughs> what, man? It's, uh, it, it's an intro. It's going to take me a while to get no, used to the 1970s music. What are you talking about? That's our new intro. It's <laughs> Texarkana Talks. This is our podcast where Jesse uh, Tillis, Jeff Easterling, we get to talk about topics of interest to the people that are interesting in Texarkana and the surrounding areas today and we just and I will admit it I did screw something up while ago I apologize because I'm gonna have to get you guys to repeat some stuff and it was all my fault uh, but we got Vashil Fernandez community development so, so, <laughs> something like that <laughs> look at you hitting the table and everything yeah how come I can't remember what is your official title Vish- so I currently I'm the interim director for planning and community development you're still the interim Planning and community development. Hopefully that changed soon. Vashil, a.k.a. Mr. Do-Everything for Texarkana, Texas. <laughs> well, on top of that, beside him is Cody Howard. Yeah. He's our executive director of Mission Texarkana. Got church under the bridge. Yeah. And, Lord, what else do you do? Yeah. yeah. I do. Well, we do coffee now, and now we're in litter pickup for the city. He's the one that does a lot. Ask, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Jesse, yeah. ask, ask Cody about his one-wheeler. No. <laughs> A one wheeler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask him. Uh, what's up with this one? Uh, do you know what a one wheel is? I assume that you were. It's like one giant wheel, and your feet's on the side, and you're like got a a motor unicycle. That's exactly right. It's like a skateboard, not a unicycle. Like you don't oh, go okay. forward, you go. So to you're the just side. balancing. Yeah, and okay. so uh, purchased one tricks? during the pandemic because it's cheaper than therapy, <laughs> and ride around town, listen to podcasts and things like that. And, you uh, heard it here, folks. Heard it here first, folks. It's cheaper than therapy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and this so, podcast is therapy. That's right. I hit the uh, the thing about a one wheel is is that the wheel it, it keeps you off of the ground about you know eight inches. So it's not like a skateboard. Where a skateboard, if you fly off of one of those, mm-hmm. you're going straight because uh, you hit a rock. But this thing, it tilts forward and it throws you directly into the pavement. So face first. Yeah. About three weeks ago. Uh, that happened to me. I've been, I've got 2,000 miles on it. It's the first time it ever happened. For real? Yeah. And so I broke my orbital in three places, broke my sinuses in three places, got 16 <laughs> stitches and broke my nose. And so we're still waiting on the ENT to see if we need to move my nose or my sinuses around with a plate or something. I'm telling Ow. you, those things can kill you. <laughs> mm. They're made for kids, Cody. It was, no, no, it's an experience. I'm, and I'm still going to, I'll just probably mosey more than shred on my one wheel now. Okay. All right. I'll just ride a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to stick to a bicycle. Uh, All right. So coming up, we've got our our big Bridge City Chili Cook-Off competition. And I was saying again, for for me, it's one of the big three chili cook-offs of the area can you give us some more information Vashil? yeah so on friday february 25th we'll have our bridge city annual chili cook-off which is um kind of like our, our fundraising for the texarkana homeless coalition our biggest fundraising event where we not only invite people to come out and, and cook chili and have a contest with that but we also use it as an opportunity to raise awareness of what's happening in our in our homeless um, population but also we use those funds that we raise to fund things like help people get their certificate or or get them scholarships to work on degrees or work on certificates because there um, are so many resources available mm-hmm. and and so and I, am i wrong when i say this though there are enough resources available that some almost go to waste i i wouldn't say they go to waste i would, i just say there's a lot of resources that we're wanting a lot more people to take advantage of mm-hmm. okay and Cody over here on the side with what the, did you have in mind when you say go to waste? Well, I, I'm, I mean, all right. Here's my opinion. Yeah, and I knew it was in there. We 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 all <laughs> we can all agree that my opinion usually is very poor, <laughs> ill informed, lazy, and irresponsible. But it seems to me that like. Um, taking advantage of some of these programs there's rules Mm -hmm. you you Mm -hmm. need to do this you need to do that and we're going to do this and that that's right you know there's there's rules to it gotta be rules right um and they're like but i would rather go get drunk tonight so Mm -hmm. i'm going to go panhandle right out here yeah but that doesn't mean we're wasting resources well no i mean those resources are there and they're not used or someone that starts 
mm-hmm. to take advantage of them bales. Yeah. Well, now I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I don't mean they're going to what I just mean that there's some that there are resources that could be taken advantage of by more people. Is that the people uh, again? My opinion sucks. Primarily <laughs> on Richmond Road and State Line. Yeah. The people out there, uh, pretty like as a whole, don't avail themselves of our programs, mm-hmm. and that's what the city sees, and so they. You know, they're chronically home. I love them. They're my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fine with them or whatever. But, like, yeah, for programs downtown, they don't avail themselves of the possibilities of, like, housing options or food options. or They would rather ask for it. And that's the trouble with panhandling mm-hmm. is that if somebody has trouble reading and you go by and you're giving them $5 every day, well, they're never going to learn how to read. They're never going to deal with, like, the trauma, mm-hmm. the childhood trauma they need to deal with because mm-hmm. – you know, you're giving them this money and it's just the money, the money is, you know, providing a temporary stopgap for them. I gotcha. So, but you see what I was kind of getting at is, I mean, there are these resources and I would just like to see more people. But, but again, you had said earlier that, well, tell us about, tell us about the homeless condition right now in Texarkana. So the homeless condition um, is just the way it's going. It feels like there's fewer homeless. Now, I haven't performed mm-hmm. an official count. We will do that. When, Michelle? Uh, on the 24th. So the day before the chili cook-off is okay. when we do our, our pit count. Yes. Yeah, so if, time if count. you want to volunteer to help count, you can do that, too. Yes. Um, but anyway, we count them once a year. But it's one of those things where you're dealing with people with mental illness and people who are hiding or don't want to be found and then you're approaching them and say hey the government's got to count you and and so and and you don't have to be counted if you don't want to but we would really like to count you and so you're going to get a portion of those people to say no or maybe we don't find some of them because they're wherever that day Uh, but i feel like the there's fewer homeless I know there are fewer homeless people on the street right now because I'm, I'm pretty much in tune with that every single day. And so out in the woods, like the camps and th- they're empty, you know, there's a, there's a few people here and there chronically homeless. Uh, but right now, um, there's just not as many part of it's the new law that went into effect in September. I wondered about that. The can the public camping law or being able to be being visible for what was it you cannot camp in public view public, uh, yeah. and it doesn't matter if you're homeless or not now i know our law enforcement didn't like go out seeking this but no. if, if something was reported well then they mm-hmm. you it know, came out of austin yeah i mean the problem was in austin so it gets the that's right gets we mm-hmm. we said something about that and people lost their minds mm-hmm. I, I remember now yeah mm-hmm. oh i can't believe they're like it was made up in text like we were doing that right. here yeah no yeah. that was a texas <laughs> That's right. right. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. And the only way that the homeless, like, they get uh, ticketed or whatever uh, from that law is if somebody reports that, yeah. hey, yeah. somebody's camping here and I don't like it. They don't just, the police don't just run by mm-hmm. and just, like, hustle them out of their camp. Our police uh, are great yeah, with oh, the homeless yeah. community. The, and always have been. Both sides of the line, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Vashiel, I've noticed that. There's signs out like on state line on the Texas side and on uh, Richmond Road mm-hmm. about the panhandling. Mm-hmm. So how would you direct someone to to the resources available through the Homeless Coalition? And I think one of the biggest things is we put those signs out for that specific purpose is to point these people towards the resources that are available. And like Cody was mentioning, these resources we have deal with a lot of the underlying issues that cause people to be in the position they are. And we put those signs out there to one, lead the people to go take advantage of those resources. And one thing that we're doing as a homeless coalition is we've started to provide like little care packages that have a bunch of resources, a little blue book we call a pocket pal, has all different resources from shelters to food to uh, community health care where they can get help with medical stuff. Um, so we put that in that package and we when I give it out, I say, here, here's, here's what I have. I have maybe a snack in there, some water, some hand sanitizer, stuff like that. But here's this blue, um, list of resources that you can, you can look on. Um, I even try to point them to where, in direction of where the stuff is, tell them where, where the sign look like, um, just to just give them 
a chance to, to go take advantage of those resources. And let me say this, those pocket pals that are in there, if mm -hmm. anyone has, who's just new to our town and they just started like going through these resources, they would be in their own apartment with their own groceries headed towards their own job by the, that time they got to the end of that thing. Like there's no way um, that it, somebody's going to fall through the cracks, you know, in that unless there's like severe mental illness. Mm -hmm. That's one of those things where um, some people are just not houseable. You know, you can't stick them into an apartment because they'll tear the apartment up. And even those, we try to refer out the services where they where they can get help. So, okay, um, Cody, I, you're saying that you know, or you feel that there's less homeless out there now, but. How's the population growing as far as the, the food insecure, the working poor that are, are dependent on the mission for, I mean, to live? Right. We've seen more of that, especially since the pandemic started of a lot of wives coming in and saying, my husband was in the oil fields and he got laid off. So here we are. Like, we, I've never even had to ask for food before. We've had a lot of that this year or last year. And so we offer that CNA training program. So I want to say last year, we probably trained certified 25 women whose husbands had been laid off due to the pandemic. Uh, word spread somehow kind of in our community and they ended up at the mission. We trained them and they're working at hospitals now. So, um, yeah, that's one of those. It, the mission, by the way, it's four CNA classes a year right, is what you've right. been doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with 10 in each class. That is such a neat so, program jesse they they pay for everything really yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah free cna class well for people that need cna it. wow well, i think last time there was like a stipulation you put up like a 50 dollar deposit mm -hmm. or something because you know a lot of times mm -hmm. you like you may get accepted come for a couple of weeks and then quit mm, right. so you put up 50 but and you get so that now back. you put your money you invest and, in and, and you that get makes that sense. back at the end but you've paid for uniforms books yeah it's united way the testing no mark bledsoe molly over at united mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. you know it's their pro that program wow. so the only way you're the program oh, such the nice you're the guy to know the instructor too she's if, so nice yeah. if people need help when it comes to these things you're you're the guy yeah they can i mean well express personnel is where i would point them first because from what i understand express personnel over in jefferson red carpet some of these employment agencies as you walk in the door, you are filling out uh, some uh, applications online and mm -hmm. going to work sometimes that day or the next day. I mean, there's so many jobs open right now. Um, but as far as the CNA class, we do require $50 deposit because the United Way pays $100 per test, state test. Gotcha. And so once they register, they don't even have to pass. Once they register for that state test, we give them their 50 bucks back. So it's an investment in themselves, you mm -hmm. know, and we, we don't keep a dime of it. No, no. Unless they flake and don't take the test. But such, uh, there's so many different um, resources that come out of the mission alone. I mean, uh, of course, the feeding programs, it's what, breakfast at nine or, or Usually donuts, coffee, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and so we had an oatmeal this morning. Yeah. So that's usually around nine. And then from 11 to one serving lunch Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, and that's for anybody. I mean, if you're hungry, come get something to eat. That's not right. just not just the residents of, of Randy Sam's or the Salvation Army. It's not just for people. On it's, the street. Yeah, it's for anybody. I uh, as a matter of fact, um Miss Terry still works off of that old cowboy bean recipe. Mm -hmm. I say just on cowboy bean day, just make plans to show up. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people come to the mission for community, mm -hmm. you know, so um, not everybody comes to eat. I mean, they'll come and the food is kind of like the uh, one of the draws, but it's like that's on any given day. The people who are on the street of Texarkana are going to be in the mission every single day like mm -hmm. once a day like uh, and that's that's you know um been an advantage of us for of ours for a long time because like anybody who's missing uh we work with the police very closely so we've solved a lot of missing persons like cases mm -hmm. all over the place you know wow. and um any you know crimes and then um i don't i don't know it's just a good uh, place to have like an eye on the crowd 
uh, who's out on the street every day. Yeah, just kind of an idea to know what's going on in the community. But you're in the community. I mean, I've what's my congregation? So I've come, <laughs> I've come down. What is that? Uh, is it Third Street? Whatever it goes right past the bridge there, mm-hmm. and I've I've seen you coming out of the woods. I'm like, well, well he's out there working. Yeah, that's, what the that's, <laughs> that's what he does. That's what he does. But yeah. uh, church he, under the bridge, the most expensive church. In that's right. That's right. <laughs> I've said that before. Yes, I mean, have. when you take into account Vashiel, community planner guy, <laughs> the cost of building a bridge today, it's probably the most expensive church in all of Texarkana. No stained glass windows, mm-hmm. no crushed velvet. But that, it's my church. We've got birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Birds that'll poop on you. Well, it, just depending on where you stand, you know, you it's just like anywhere. Right. right. You, you know, you could. Uh, you can set up on the front row at some churches and get pooped on. So <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> Just again, back to my opinion is worthless, uh, you know, lazy, irresponsible. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Vashiel. You're not from here. <laughs> you make yourself like I'm from space or something. You, you, where, where are you from? <laughs> you, you ain't from around here. No. <laughs> Vashiel is is kind of seen the world on basketball. Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about your story. I hope he's seen the world on basketball. He's like eight feet tall. <laughs> You're like four feet tall. It's not. That's every, still a bit everybody's like eight feet tall. That's fair. That's true. Well, I was born and raised in Jamaica. Um, left Jamaica at the age of eighteen. Um, came over to the United States on a basketball scholarship. Had the opportunity to. To tour the East Coast doing basketball. Got <clears throat> a scholarship to go to college in the Midwest, a little town called Valparaiso outside of Chicago. Was there for about five years, graduated. Uh, got an opportunity to sign a contract with Miami Heat. Was there with them for two months, played in the G League for a year, went overseas, played in Spain uh, for a couple of years, played in China. Got the opportunity to represent my country and played for the Jamaican national team for about three or four years. Mm. Um, so really got the opportunity to do a lot of different things as it relates to basketball and also use basketball as a platform to to just share my story and, and share my faith with people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. And, and you're, you're really good about sharing your faith with folks. I like that. So is your mama. Yes. <laughs> She's yeah. met mama at the farmer's market and – She's one of those that thinks the more spice, the better. <laughs> oh, she is. So I'm what, sensitive. I can't. What position did you play other than center? Center. Okay. <laughs> center. I, just, I didn't know he could have a killer jumper. You never know. So all of the uh, countries that you've been able to see and all the opportunities that have been laid before you, um, what stands out to you as, as highlights? What country? Oh, country. Thought, I'm gonna get for, for me, highlights is just meeting people. Like I, I like engaging with people. I like learning about cultures. I like having conversation. Like I like community. Oh, I and li- so I like, I like immersing to hear that myself because in that. Same thing. More than more than the uh, landscape is mm-hmm. the people that make mm-hmm. the places. So, yeah. so the question still stands: Where? I'd have to say. I mean, I love Spain. Spain was really nice. I got to do a lot of different things when I lived in Spain, and I lived there for the longest time. I was there on and off for about two years. Um, but going to New Zealand was an an, an experience in itself. Uh, it was it was fantastic. I got to go play basketball, but I also got to go do ministry. Like we went over there for about a month or so. We got to tour all over. Um, New Zealand, and we also got to meet some of like native people, the Maui's, different people, the, the little uh, tribes and stuff like that, and learn about their culture, but also use that opportunity to share my faith with them and why uh, I use basketball as an opportunity, as a platform to just share my story and also use that to. We had clinics where we teach people how to play basketball and different things like that, and just it was just fun learning about their culture, sharing our culture, sharing my faith, and just using basketball as an opportunity to do that and just getting to see just the beautiful place New Zealand was. We were there in our summer, so it was winter for them and it was it was it was different. Like we even get to got we got to go to this hot spring place. It was the middle of winter and you're sliding down a water slide in the middle of winter and it it was different because the water wasn't cold. It was warm and cool and 
But it was just a greater experience overall to just be there and learn a lot of different things. And I think that was my my first um, missions trip. Yeah, that was my first missions trip going over there. But I had actually, you know, I had played my national team the year before. So I'd, I'd been traveling for basketball and doing other things outside of the United States. Okay. Cody, now you're my preacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that look? Because I'm the only one that can. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're my pastor, but you, you weren't always a pastor. Mm-mm. Tell us a little bit. How'd you get started? Tell us the story of Cody. Hold up. This is not what we discussed when I was going to come on. <laughs> what? I, we're just talking. I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Hanna talks. Yeah. Well, my, I'm not telling my, you to, to give us like your criminal record or nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. You got a criminal record? No. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And that is a, yeah, it's a miracle, but I have no criminal record. No. When we start, you know, when we started, I had my own like journey to, to faith. I was, grow, I grew up in a pastor's home. And so. Um, Atlanta, right? Yeah. And so I was in church nine months before I was born and like Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, whatever we did. And then uh, when I got older and I left the house, I pushed away, pushed back out of all that for many reasons. You know, um, one one reason is because I didn't want my faith to be my parents faith. Like uh, faith think, doesn't work that way. Do you think a lot of young men just go through a rebellious stage? I think I that has something to do with it. I don't that. want to say just against, like, but if it's not religious, it's going to be something else. It's something that is our parents' belief yeah. Just, yeah, to, that's, that's just to true. try to be different. I, well, I think that, and that's the only reason I'm asking. I mean, I just I love pursuing what is true. Mm-hmm. I want to pursue what is true and go with that, whatever it is. You know, that's always been my passion, my desire. Um, and I do believe, you know, in the place where I ended up, like, I, I did end up back, like, in the Christian faith. Um, because I believe there are many reasons I ended up back there because uh, we all have to have a, a objective, absolute truth in our life. You know, we have to, um, there's got to be something to stand on. There's got to be um, uh, a reason to call something right and wrong. There's got to be. Mm-hmm. You can't just have like no mooring in, in that area. And so, yeah, just walked away from my faith. But later on, you know, I read a lot, a lot, and I still, I still read a lot. I love to read philosophy. I love to read the the church fathers. I love to read old dead guys, you know. But I ran into uh, Rene Descartes' um, uh, discourse on method of the first philosophy, and it changed my life. I'd say when I came to God. It was through that, like, kind of unorthodox means, but it just kind of put in front of me, like, we've got to have some kind of objective moral truth, like, 100%. You have to, or society, we fall apart as people. That's how we're made, you know? Mm -hmm. So that led me back into um, Christianity. So, and now it's my life, you know? Jesus is my life. Yeah. I, um, for me, you know, it seems to me, I go back and, and I'm looking. And and you you know me, I'm no, I'm I'm no, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but I ain't it. Uh, <laughs> but it seems to me that science, just from my opinion and things that I've looked, it seems like science has kind of proven God mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of folks may go a different direction and think that well, you know, oh, I follow the science. Well, the science kind of proves it. Mm-hmm. We've led back to. There was a big bang. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so if there was a big bang and there was nothing before that, and science, physics still believes today that outside of space, there is still nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of leads to it had to start mm-hmm. this day. Right. Well, anyway, that's well, just yeah, kind of my here's opinion the deal. on it. What, what, I, I'm not trying to – you guys are much more – Yeah, I wasn't prepared for an apologetics <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, lecture. No, yeah. we're not. I, <laughs> a <laughs> lecture. You got deep on us, man. But, but But the thing, yeah. the thing about it is, like, whether you're an atheist or whether you're a deist like, or, or Christian, like, whether you land on this, like, you still have faith in a primary cause mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. You're that's gonna, true. You're going to trust that primary cause – and if it's impersonal, you, in, in the way I see it, like you're just in a bad way. 
Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I enjoy, and and I'm put just putting this out there for our listeners that uh, I enjoy church under the bridge. It's a little chilly some mornings. It's been yeah. damp some days. It's been outright freezing occasionally, but yeah, but it's always a good crowd and everybody. I mean, everybody there. I don't know. It's just it's my church, and Isn't I'd like the to see you'll get to like a John the Baptist type of church. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you say? I'd just like to see more people come. I like the idea that it's on Saturday, mm-hmm. so a lot of people that are, are are big in their church can maybe have a little extra time to come down on Saturday. And, and that's still. why we that's why we meet on Saturday. Because yeah. when we began, you know, it's been there almost ten years now, and so when we started, that was the idea. It's like I'm. I'm very resistant to church jumping or encouraging people to church jump. And I know there's problems with your church. Yeah. Don't leave this uh, one. Come be a member. You, you know, you're not in that. Drama. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, they say if you find a perfect church, uh, don't join it because it won't be perfect anymore once you join it. So like, um, okay. I didn't want to pull anybody from any other church. I wanted to meet there on Saturday. And so we just, it just stuck. And it's a, you know, it's a nice little mix. I mean, there are a lot of members, I'm going to say members, I don't really know what Mm -hmm. we call each other, but I'm going to say members that are there that are members of other congregations here in town, but they make sure to be down there. Well, we've got doctors, dentists, lawyers, judges, you yeah. know, anybody you can imagine down there. But another thing and about Church kinda... Under the Bridge is that it's the community. So um, we all know each other and we live with each other every single day. We eat breakfast together. We eat lunch together. We fight together. We cry together. We laugh together. For me, what you week. just said is a perfect example. Doctors, lawyers, everything else down there and homeless folks mm-hmm. and alcoholics mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. addicts. And everybody um, comes together right. for that short period of time, and, and everybody learns a little bit more about each other. And I can see the good influences on one, and I can see the uh, other people opening up to newer ideas of understanding mm-hmm. on the other side. Right. It's just a neat experience for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. any day you find yourself kicking out drug addicts and alcoholics from your church, is you need to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now – Jesse, yeah. you got questions on uh, community planning. <laughs> yeah. Do I anymore? Bring, bring it. <laughs> Do I anymore? No, go like on. I'm... Bring it up. You got Vashiel here. Mm-hmm. You, he can answer on your the, questions. On the record. You got yeah. him on the record. I do have Vashiel on the record. <laughs> yeah, it's recorded. I can't do it with Vashiel. I talk to Vashiel about three different things weekly. Like, I am in this man's inbox so much. Like, <laughs> well, let's hear it. All the time for how much Cody, we are you curious? I'm curious. Yeah, which is actually funny. Me and Vashield, for how much we talk, I don't think we've actually nailed an actual event we could co- uh, cooperate on. <laughs> cooperate. I don't think we've actually cooperated <laughs> on an event, which is actually hilarious. <laughs> this and might be good. We've talked about so many. We have to hit like ten events at this point, and nothing is stuck. We had one that was on the so, brink of coming true, and then so let me COVID. let me let me <laughs> see if I understand this correctly. You guys have done uh, a, a lot, a lot of planning, and haven't done anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to make <laughs> sure that has. I'm, well, he's helped you with things that have worked out, no, I'm, right? I'm, he I'm just teasing. hasn't been there. I'm teasing. Actually, you both actually, I've happen. helped Vashil with things, oh, and it's worked out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just needs actually. to go this way. Yeah, I've actually uh, helped out with some things for Michelle, but not the other way around. Well, that event that you partner with uh, the church in uh, New Boston Road, where we are oh. in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. That was actually successful. That was really bring successful. out all, all the kids and but bring out the police really, officers. Did, oh, yeah, y'all did kind of do that. That's right. Yes. That's right. That's true. That was actually really successful. It was really good. That what was, was it? really good. It took a lot of effort from a lot of different people, but it, it was, was really successful. It was Cross House Ministries with a city council member of Ward 2, Miss Mary Hart. Mm-hmm. And we were really skeptical on it because it was like it was right when COVID was dying down. And we're like, all right, we're going to plan this out. We're going to do this. And then COVID started to spike. And we're like, what are we going to do? And we're like, ah, it's going to be outside. Let's just try it. Right. And people showed out. Oh, had to have fun. We had some bounce houses. It was in the Oakland Village Center. Mm-hmm. And it went really well and pretty much started her campaign trail to try and get reelected. Which okay. She got reelected and it went successful. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I forget, that was the, yeah. I forget, so that was the one. one. That's not nearly (laughs) as dramatic as I thought. You know, we're going to have a podcast episode coming up about the animal shelter. 
That's going to be a good That's one. That's drama. <laughs> oh, did we, we confirm that one? Uh, well, yeah, sort of. That was talk about somebody in our inbox. Listen, uh, real quick, I'll just mention it. You guys have been keeping up with, like, I mean, everybody loses their minds over. The, it's usually the animal rescues that are saying, oh, I do a better job than the shelter. I mean, it's it's just silliness, but they, they get so serious. Fighting mad, fist fighting mad over somebody else's dog and we got people mm -hmm. that are hungry i just <laughs> it, it it just strikes me so odd that people take get so fired up about that and it's mm -hmm. not humans in Here. this situation it the way i see it from what i've, I've just read facebook i'm gonna tell you like hey, we're just, talking mm -hmm. about topics of interest so i've just read okay I got the, i've just read the um the comments the back and forth here's what i think I think that uh, the people are looking at the same exact thing from a different angle. There's a diamond here. That's true. And there's some somebody sitting on this side and somebody sitting on this side. But I think all of it, uh, I think what they chose to spend the money on is helpful because I've run an organization and I can understand. But I think what they want them to spend the money on would also be helpful, mm -hmm. you know. But um, that's about as far as I've gotten into here's, the drama. Here's something. So... Michelle, when y'all gonna do another Jamaican event? <laughs> let's 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 answer the elephant in the room. We were all thinking it. <laughs> you ain't gonna change uh, the animal shelter I'm, stuff, I'm man. I'm hoping to do one. Hopefully for this next, we have a farmers market coming up. We're getting ready to. Your mom coming? Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I might bring her back up. Bring her back up in the summer. But we're getting ready to move the farmers market up to up by the courthouse so we can block off that street. And okay. Just, and just have it, have the farmers market in the street and make it bigger and better and bring. I don't people need a hopefully. I need your mom there and make all the authentic food and bring all the food there. I missed it last time because last minute it happened. I was like, no, I'm busy. And Jeff got to be there. I was like jealous. I, I was well. I'm usually down at farmers market like every day. It's right after church. So, oh, so you just stumbled upon all that. Like, look what a Texarkana well, no, down. It's the Mission Texarkana coffee. You know, usually Larry, uh, some, yeah, yeah. some, or, or you know, somebody set up down there. You got a neat little table and um, uh, a nice little coffee maker. That's right. Um, so you can get coffee by the cup or by the bag, mm -hmm. whole bean ground. You know, I mean, so yeah, that's why I was usually down there. It's nothing. Okay. We also didn't ask Vashil the most important question. He's traveled everywhere. Why Texarkana? <laughs> that's well, really I was, was going to ask him a minute ago. You know, he's saying all those beautiful things about New Zealand. I was going to ask him Texarkana or New Zealand. Like, <laughs> you need to answer this. Texarkana or any of those places. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest reason I came to Texarkana after I retired from basketball, I was just trying to get into development because that's always been something that um, it's always tried me. I grew up in Jamaica. I grew up in a little small village in Jamaica and I've seen. Um, or infrastructure and a lot of things weren't good and I've always just wanted to go back and help develop that and so development has always been something that I'm passionate about I mean I did basketball I, I, so, I kind of just trusted God with that to lead me however long so, wherever it led me and it did that for a while and it got to a point where I was like All right, I got my wife and my kids and I need to be around them more so I need to settle. move so, on so you were like God I need to help fix a place what's the worst place in the country and you were like oh. Tetracana here you go right there because you well, went to all these beautiful places well, and you wanted something hard funny thing is we were driving from Austin where we are kind of home base where my wife uh, grew up we were driving Austin back weird. up to, to uh, Valparaiso up in Indiana and we okay. passed through Texarkana and then like two weeks later I was just applying for jobs and wow. a job popped up and I was like Texarkana we just passed through there might be interested and so I applied for, for it random jobs <laughs> I was just across the country well, from Indiana I mean, to Austin well no I was just applying for jobs in Texas because oh, okay. I, was, I was in Texas applying for jobs mm -hmm. I, I just drove up there because we went to a friend's wedding um, went back okay. to just say hi but I was more so just interested in growing. Like, I have my degrees. I have two master's degrees. But I don't have any experience doing development. You're and a basketball so, player and two master's degrees? How yeah. many things have you done? You're, like, really, like, not selling yourself as how much you can do. What well, do? I mean, I'm just grateful for my community, yeah. my wife, my family who helped me to get all of that while I was in college. But... um I wanted to just learn. I mean, I didn't have any experience in development, so I was like, I'm coming to Texarkana, I'm going to learn, and it looks like there's a lot of opportunity to do a lot of development, and so I come here and just apply myself and just 
start giving my all and, and try to help with development of Texarkana. And, and that's why that's one reason I love it here because there's a lot of development that I, that I can learn from and that I can do to help make this place better. Okay. So what you said, you're overqualified for Texarkana. We need more people like you. <laughs> we need more people to help grow. People that are that overqualified. Even you, Cody, like all the things you do, all the things you know, we need that for Texarkana. Uh-huh. He didn't even get into his experience like with the highway department and stuff like that. He's actually had job jobs too, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, find out how you work for you worked Man. for Texas, didn't you? Fourteen years. I'm bested, baby. Yeah. Why are you guys so humble? Yeah. They, they like, are. You guys are so humble, and now I'm questioning your age because you guys have done so many things and don't look the age. Yeah, I'm 44. <laughs> wow. I just turned 30 last month. You just turned what? 30. I'm older than you. I thought he what? was. Yeah, weren't you on one of the? 30 under 30 not long ago. No, 40 or, under 40. 40 under 40. Yeah. Is that yeah, what they, it was? Okay. They never picked me, and at this point, I'm better. I should have been there when I was 25. Now I'm better. No, no, no. I've been doing things You've got too time, long. man. You still got time. There. You're not 40 yet. I'm going to, I'm going to Kanye West it and refuse it and be like, I want to be my own cover. Right. Jesse, you never should have partnered up with me, man. You ain't never going to be uh, elite now. Uh, <laughs> spoiled. All right, so you guys have, uh, have seen Texarkana popping up in different uh, uh, venue shows, what have you, Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. You saw the Saturday Night Live thing. And, and that was a real picture, right? That they that was actual Longhorns. On, on, on yeah, that's what road. I was thinking. Yeah. It looked yeah. like it. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and all these other television shows. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Yeah. And, and uh, Archer. It was on Archer not long ago. With Texarkana, yeah. Texarkana, Texarkana. I was watching another thing the other night. It's called The Liberians. Yeah, it was just a weird thing about some ghosts, and a and lady mentioned that, oh, she can get to Texarkana in the morning, but she was, like, not knowing where she was, and so I recorded it and sent it sent it to Keith. I was like, yeah, so I'll, I've heard I'll, a lot of things about Texarkana in the last I'll, two weeks. All these mentions of Texarkana, but I want to come back to the Saturday Night Live bit that oh, they did. Oh, we Cajun here. <laughs> more, yeah, more than Cajun, though. They were a little bit accurate on the jump place. That's true, 100% accurate on that But. Part. Uh, I, I saw on Reddit where everyone was saying, we've got a jump place behind our Longhorn, too. So evidently, like, it's a thing. Like, Longhorn is right next to jump places everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Wait, but, what? But, in, but in, Texar- <laughs> yeah, in Texarkana, they made reference to it was, they treated it like it's the only thing in town for kids to do. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of the only thing in town for kids to do. For just, now, that's that's what I'm asking. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not asking for any secrets or trying to. Um, you well, the know, parks are great, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our parks are great. But is there any kind of? They're, they're starting to build up. Because right now, uh, actually, our parks department opened up or or Southwest Center start. They're trying to build build up uh, teams for for basketball competition on Saturday mornings. Right now, they don't have a whole bunch of teams that are signed up, but they're trying to get kids more involved, trying to have more teams participate in that. They're working on fixing the goals and the court, the basketball courts in our park, so more people can just be outdoor enjoying the parks. Oh, that's um, but what else are you thinking? Like well, for, I mean, for just, kids well, that from, we need to have. All right, I, I'm old. I know. I'm, I'm old. I'm working on it. But I can't talk about it. People told me, don't okay. have nobody steal your idea. Okay. I'm already I'm, mad being I'm older I'm than excited. all of you, but like we had two skating rinks when I was. Y'all like, had two? I got, no, I got one, one. No, hold on. At one point, we actually had three when there was still one over on College Hill. Wow. So you were in the golden age of Texas. Bowling alleys. Uh, I boxed at the boys club. I mean, there we had. Y'all had a boys club? I guess the boys and girls club's coming can, back now. Yeah, yeah they, they have their open on, on Thursday. Yeah. On the Thursday. Beverly one? No. The, I know the one on the Arkansas side is about open. Mm-hmm. Yes, the one in Beverly, they're, we're working still on. still working on it. Uh, Beverly's where I went. Up that one. Yeah, Beverly's yeah. where we went to boys club. So, yeah, um, it's making a comeback. It's the just golden that there age of Texarkana is coming. We had, um, gosh, we had three movie theaters. Three? Yeah, wow, we really was, missed out. Like, I mean, there but was. But now there was we have Oklahoma more Village. screens in one. Yeah, well, right? that's that's true. I mean, and nobody but wanted to go to no, Joy. You ain't cinema. got no, Yeah, for a dollar? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'd go for a dollar. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it just seemed like there was just a lot more. We had go kart tracks. Yeah. 
I mean, Texarkana Fun Center is not open anymore. I think they are. Um, Texarkana what? So that's Center? and that's the basically car. Yeah, putt, putt, putt. Somebody asked me about that out on like, seventy one. I don't know. They were struggling for a while. It was for sale. It was kind of overgrown. I think somebody picked it up. Is but that, it's is that on now. the way to Ashdown? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. One hundred percent. That's where it is. But it's winter time now, so I that's mean, true. We'll find out here in a few weeks if somebody's going to have it this year. But um, I don't know. It just seemed like the there was water a lot park. More to we do. have the water park now. Oh, you know, oh yeah, we do. It's That's also true. cold now, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all the emails I'm in Vashil's inbox right now, I like, I'm trying to throw like event. I actually, I have weekly events. You know, I have the video Do you want to just go ahead and complain? <laughs> huh? Just go. Really? No, no. Go we'll ahead, Jesse. We'll make a Jesse. new podcast called Texarkana Complains, and that'll be the negative one. That'll be the Jeers <laughs> version of this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you guys know how much that stuff still comes up against Jesse and I, the, the oh, whole cheers and jeers? still bring it up. <laughs> it's been so long. I, I got in trouble this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I did. This weekend, I mean, threatening me over, uh, and we don't even have that group anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we shut down our thing. Somebody else started one, but now everybody still wants to be mad at us about somebody else's. There's a copycat. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, there's that's a several. That's uh, here's how it ended, though. I'm just real quick. Like it was like, you know, that's not my group. That's not my group. Finally got them to understand it, and they're like, well, it's your fault they started it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to win this? He's, I mean, they got you there. It's they're not wrong. Started. Yeah, that's what, what you mean? They got you. They are wrong. Mm. Eh, whatever. They took something that could have been Well, actually, wait. Wasn't it uh, Texarkana Gazette, right, that started it? Well, um, yeah, yeah. Let's blame them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Let's blame anybody. Yeah, whoever is over-reporting well, they, over there. No, they do have a – they have a – well – they have a cheers and jeers section, I think, like on Saturdays or, mm-hmm. or is it Sundays. They have for a long time. I haven't read the Gazette in years. Yeah. I'm just going to be out. And I don't watch American news. I just, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, they had a, it was like a one day thing and it'd usually be like a one or two things. So we just thought we had Texarkana cheers. But it was just as interesting, if I remember correctly, as your page. It was like people would just, not as big. No, no, Not no. It wasn't as big, but the but controversies, controversies just, that would come out of it were just... But the whole thing started as Texarkana Cheers, and it was like that for the longest time until this psychology professor goes, hey, let's try this. And I thought it sounded brilliant, and it became what it became. Um, but no, yeah, it did. It started out like that. Anyway, we killed it. Baby out and kill <laughs> hey, it. Yeah, well... Man, that, it was lost. I remember I was getting messages like, "Where's the page?" Where's you the know, page? And I was there, like, there was plenty of posts. There were plenty now. of reasons, plenty of reasons to kill the thing. But I, I, Jesse and I both in agreement on this. Yep, it was the way that those female uh, brandy and cast the way the moderators were being treated message just the female moderators like i made a joke i was the invisible moderator because no i wouldn't get messages mm-hmm. only the women would get messages i'm and not gonna put some, it out there but there's folks that got they got jail time out of some of this stuff they would get video really? called, yeah, I went and reported it yes. messed up pictures like these guys were going at the female wow. moderators but they would just leave us alone like we weren't there so the public didn't see that what the public saw what i saw what i remember the worst thing was the racism like i could not in comments, right? Yes. I've been in called the, in the so comments. many words. Yeah, hold on. And Listen. I'm the nicest guy. I was called so many words. Yeah, one thing that he posted as a as an admin one time, they came back about it was the most racist thing. And he, I was like, are you going to tell them you wrote that or what? I mean, yeah. I was like, I was unfazed and everything. And they were like, they were like, no, he, they got to go. They mm-hmm. can't be talking to you like that. So anyway, we just, we shut it down. Yeah. It, it was just easier to do. I mean. And it was so ridiculous because the same person would be like, um, would, would treat the females this way, but then send a message to Jesse and be like, Mr. Tillis. So nice. Sir, if you have time, could you possibly please do, you know. And it, but or act was, like they didn't know we were the moderators. I'm like, oh, I didn't know how to find out. Like, it's not hard. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. crazy. But a lot of good things came out of that. You were talking about, um, like at the mission, the all of the positive things that come out of the mission. Mm-hmm. Um but a lot of folks don't see it because they think of, you know, uh, I don't know, soup kitchen or homeless, right. or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they think, whatever their preconception is. 
Same thing with that group. I mean, there were crimes solved. There were children found. There were old folks found. There were... People were helping each other. Yeah. Like many it, times they, they would complain about a yard not being mowed, and then people would show up and mow the yard. And yeah, yeah, a lot of goodness. Uh, poor Tyler uh, dealing with his his uh, stuff right food now, food, but yeah. started his business. So truck. did Chef Key. It was a lot of nice things. Chef Keys did really well. There was very few, but there was a few things about the city. But, man, those comments. Yeah. There was a few. Like you said, the comments, uh, that's what spun out. Yeah. You know, your moderators don't. In any of those social media groups, your moderators get um, a notification if somebody makes a post. Mm-hmm. You know, they put a post in there. But you don't get a notification when somebody comments on that mm-hmm. post. Mm-hmm. So as the moderator, you've got to go back and, like, read 500 comments if you want to see them all. Yeah. And then it got to where Facebook just started deleting people. Zuckerberg deleting comments Zuckerberg. and people, and they would come to us away. and like, I can't believe you deleted. I, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> so, right. you know, it just got to where it was easier to quit. People would blame at moderate if you couldn't tell who could delete your post, you would just like slander one of them. Yeah. Mostly, and no, usually it was the women. They would be like, "Oh, it's Brandy," and blah blah blah. And like, so it like actually, it was Facebook, but whatever. Yeah, that stuff's gone and, and and over with. And I hope we can use this to add some positive. What can we talk about that folks don't understand about Mission Texarkana? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. So uh, Mission Texarkana, we feed probably 250 meals every day, you know, every day. And, um, I mean, we're involved in so many, like, life-sustaining activities, it's hard to name them all. We help with IDs. You know, you can't, if you're out in the woods, uh, people don't think about it, but if you're out on the street and you're trying to get a job, so you apply, but you cannot stay clean, you don't have a phone, you don't have access to a computer, and if you don't have phone and access to a computer these days, you're done. How how many jobs require you to apply online? Right, right. Well, now since the pandemic, for whatever reason, there's a lot of people taking paper applications because I think they're just desperate. It's like, (laughs) please come work for us. We'll just give you Mm -hmm. a shirt. You can walk in and have the job. But, um, yeah, and, and then we work hand-in-hand with the police with some stuff that the community will never know about. Just a lot of it we can't talk about. Uh, we deal with a lot of, like, abuse. We deal with a lot of abductions, you know. You know that. You were involved somewhere in that. Um, and, and just other things, <laughs> like, well, and, and people, like, because the community. Jesse, go look. No, he meant. That's not what he meant. Yeah, Jeff abducted this. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't abduct anybody. But uh, and, so, and so we <laughs> cheers to Jeff. <laughs> Kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> but we um no and like some things will never be known. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um just you know, so the police try to connect uh their victims with advocacy groups and we're one of the advocacy groups. Um so we get, you know, the ones that were abused and they've locked up the abuser and they bring like the 16 year old to us you know who Mm -hmm. has a child from the abuse or things like that you Mm -hmm. know and so we deal with that just on a daily basis and then we deal with the mentally ill and the you know and then covid's been a totally different thing we've you know they've the saint michael's come in and they've uh, vaccinated and they've tested we have free testing we have vaccinations we have all that available you know we're not telling anybody they've got to do anything right but so yeah we we do a lot of that plus just like you know triage out on the street you know just walking around riding around out on the street and then running into emergencies and handling it so and then we work with the hospitals and everyone else you the staff the volunteers down there have always um just impressed me not not because of not not because of feeding people or are doing that job but in the friendship, the true right. friendships that you create, the, the real relationships, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they come to um, not just you, but I mean, uh, Miss Elaine at the volunteers, Deborah, all of them, Miss mm-hmm. Terry, you know, these real relationships that they've right. made. And so you've got some people that have are struggling. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's tough. We all know how tough it is. Mm-hmm. And, and even the people that are doing pretty well mm-hmm. today. For the most part, it's because they do not realize how fragile they really are. Right. 
they don't realize that they're two months away from homeless themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Are, are some people even a paycheck? Right. Right. So they don't realize that. They kind of put that in the back of their mind and they keep going. And what I see down there are people that are really in this struggle that are made to feel important. Right. They're, they're made to feel as important as they are. Right. Well, relationships is like what we're based and founded on. You know, like people come in, they can have access to a relationship because loneliness, you know, Mother Teresa said at one point that, you know, the hunger for love is much uh, deeper than the hunger for food or anything else. And man, we we find that. So you can find somebody who's hungry. And that's why I tell people all the time about, you know, panhandlers out on the street. It's like, man, if you ever pull up one of, next to one of those guys, and just start having a conversation, you're just going to get, you know, uh, overshare like TMI uh, because there's this hunger uh, for, you know, just companionship or just to be noticed, you know. And uh, and that's what we find a lot like out on the street is that as people need relationship, they need community. And that's what the mission provides. So we also, you know, we provide meals and stuff. But the main thing and I think Bashil spent tons, you've spent tons of time out down there and you see like that is probably the most important thing we do. Whereas, yeah, the food is necessary. But for somebody to come in and you remember their name mm -hmm. and then ask about this issue that they had last week and make sure that it's right or whatever, or it got taken care of, um, that's, man, that's so important. Like I hold so many like life insurance policies or, you know, I've got people's ashes in my office, you know, because it's like you get involved and get tangled up in their lives. They wow. have no other family, mm -hmm. you know, they got no other family. Um, so I literally <laughs> like, so like have where the family like comes around and they cremate the body and say, well, he wants, she wants you to have it. Wow. Like you were her family. That's so caring. And so... Um, uh, this man goes, a little, I'm not to embarrass you, but goes even a little bit further, went and got this real ornate um, box to, uh, sorry, go ahead. To, What's that? To keep the ashes in. I mean, Oh, yeah, I don't like traditional urns. So yeah, They've got cool ones, you know, that are like wood, like carved wood wow. and cool shapes and things like wow, that. But, this is awesome. you know, we do like. Uh, yeah, the guy drive across country to give him a meteor. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have a guy Shiloh. He digs in the desert is his thing, and he goes out to the desert in his van. He lives in his van, digs, and he drives over here about once a year, and he'll unload some treasures on me, and then he'll go back. So, but we have relationships like that, like all over the place, and it's um it's important to the community. But then, like, is the deeper we get into it, like, the deeper my family got into all that, like, serving this community, like, we woke up one day and we're just like, that is our community. Like, we can't live without it either, you know. And that's something these days with phones and, like, social media and all those things. And people wonder why they're so angry. Like, they're so, like, agitated and irritable and tired and all that. And I'm just like, a big part of that in my mind is that we've, re we, we were part of, like, a false community. Mm -hmm. So we have airs to put on out there on social media that we have to, like, manicure our image. And mm -hmm. then, you know, this is our community to where, but there's no, like, true, like, back and forth. There's no true, like, humanity or organic, like, sit down and... You know, just like you do. Jeff comes to my office about once a week and he dumps it all on me. So, yeah, we hang out. <laughs> I mean, he's a, you know, we're friends too, but yeah. I do. I could, you know, well, and I think everybody does when they have somebody, all right, not just for religion, yeah, but everybody knows somebody that's more knowledgeable and some, well, yeah, I want to know everybody what you knows think. A smarter guy, yeah, a wiser guy. Uh, well, well, I wouldn't say that. I think as I get wiser, our, our, we talked about guns last week. I well, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, uh, you know, wisdom is to go to, is to know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's a hundred. I know what I'm thinking. I know I don't know a lot, and so the more I know I don't know, the easier it is for me to ask what mm -hmm. a lot of people think are dumb questions. Yeah. Well, that's a dumb question. Well. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to ask it. But yeah, Jeff's asked me a lot of dumb questions. Michelle, <laughs> tell us what's coming up with uh, community planning. Anything big? Yeah, what's coming up? 
That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we've had John down here a while. There's a lot of different things we're working on. We're obviously the hotel groom is is one of the big ones. We're really trying to get that done. Talking to the developer to get a a completion date on that. Um, what do you think it? I don't know. You know <laughs> I don't know. Cody uh, and I went through. I don't know. It was. It's been almost a year now, hasn't it, since we went through the Grim? Ain't nobody taking me oh, to the Grim yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody takes me to the Grim. I Grimm. go into the Grim quite a bit now just oh, because yeah. I want to see the progress. Mm-hmm. And then they moved where the ballroom we were going to be in, I think. So we've been in there oh, okay. quite a bit. Well, we're closer we, than we've ever been. I don't think we even – Nobody have we invites even, me to the Grim. Wait, did we talk about that just on this podcast? Just go over there. Seriously, yeah. they love to take people in there. Just put on, They'll put, give you a hard hat and take you up. They're great about yeah, it. We, yes. we went up to the top floor, and at the time, they had just framed it out. So I'm sure by now. Okay. Yeah. Have you been upstairs, though? Oh, I mean, yeah. you've been going to check out. Is, so is it and I'm not going to mention anybody's name, but we went up there with this guy and um who works for the development company the construction and there had just been an article that came out in the paper and like stating this date that it was gonna you know <laughs> the grim was gonna open and we get up there with him and jeff just like just this total gotcha thing he's got him on the phone like video and i'm like this like tell us when it's gonna be open and this guy like says something that is probably last accurate, year <laughs> like accurate oh oh <laughs> And wow. it was just like, I, I, did, did you read the paper? He's like, no, what was in the paper? I was like, you probably should have read the paper because you just gave us a date like nine months after they did. He was a little more realistic. Yeah. I think. Which like is I a said, story I, that I day. don't know. Wow. But that's a, that's a good thing because there's so much stuff. Here's what I found out. Like, we're down here where we are now. This is Jesse and I. We This is our room. So we, we do all of our stuff in here. But um, – the digging they were um across the street were digging in an alley they found a whiskey barrel from 1905 oh, wow. that was just underneath the layer of brick that used to be downtown mm-hmm. texarkana so uh, there's all this history down here and as they're doing the grim they've discovered all these different things and they're trying to keep some so when you start trying to do that yeah it's going to run a little bit longer mm-hmm. it's great to have a plan well, the, the, the foundation but, was mud. Yeah. Like, they didn't even know it. The yeah. whole building was moving. It was mud. And they had to do this crazy, like, concrete web under the yeah. under the foundation. It was a huge project. Wow. I mean, it still is a huge project. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was, so there's a lot more to it than... Yeah. Well, we've, we've made a lot, a lot of progress over the last 10 years or so. So I'm grateful for moving forward. Are you it. talking about the Grim over the last 10 years? I mean, that is some progress. That's it's what it sounded like you were saying. It technically has been talked about for the last few <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. It's fairness. been talked about yeah. since it feels that way. It's made a lot of progress. It was, it's moved from just talking about it to know there's actual it's stuff there, being yeah. done no, in there. No, you're right. It's there. And, and then you got, uh, uh, um, you know, the Texarkana National Bank building. So that's. I, I don't know what stage that's in, but I'd like and then to the see Sears that come building, on. right? Somebody's working on the Sears building now, mm-hmm. yeah. So they've wow. been kind of cleaning that out. I went through there, and that's that's not going to be that hard to renovate. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it's more roof right. damage than anything, but structurally, as far as the floors, mm-hmm. well, it's, it's that good neighbor policy, right? It's like if you you redo this one, your neighbor's going to mm-hmm. redo theirs. It's that domino effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody spent some money. They're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Now, what I find that the Texas, now that we have the Texarkana, Texas, looking at you, mm-hmm. <laughs> entertainment district is the property prices shot up. Really? Yeah. All of a sudden, like, you couldn't not realize that I'm still going to have to spend a minimum $100,000 to make this building workable. Mm-hmm. Things we, I know for a fact one went from a hundred grand to 300 grand. Just because of the green line. Just because line. now there's this entertainment district, and yeah. if I got a restaurant on north of I-30, I really don't want to put you in business downtown. Mm. This is the way I took it. Yeah. But it's coming along. It's going real well. Right and now. Hopefully one day I can collaborate with an event with the city. <laughs> Other than that, All right, get see into me it. across Y'all the get state into it. We see me across the state Cody, line. Cody, do you want to hear about this? Yeah. I do, too. What's, what's going on with this event in the city? What's up? I don't know what event anymore. <laughs> at, at Something point. about tattoos. What, what What was it? You, you got a I tattoo? I don't even know. 
I'm going to the state line right after this, <laughs> and then I'm going to make Texas side jealous, and I'm going to be like, well, he has been working on this, and you guys are going to give me a vent. Man, you cannot put this much information mm-hmm. out there and not share it with us. What's going on? You want to put together it a what? It ain't nothing. I, it's nothing. Oh, tattoo convention? Yeah. Tetricana. I'm, I'm going to throw a tattoo convention. It's going to happen. I've been three years into it. I'm about to put three more. If I three three years you've been into this. Three years doing all the right routes. Three, three. Rasheel can back me up on it. I I don't. I haven't been to college in some years. And I gave him a full summary background. I researched everything. Like the work I've done. Why, why are you in this tattoo convention? Oh, You're man. like a Joe Biden kid. Because <laughs> they can know. It's these dramatics, Jeff. That's right. Is that Don't what you Joe t- was doing? <laughs> Jesse's planning something. <laughs> so they can know. They can know. They can say, HypeCon events, my business. Jesse Darby Tills II has been working diligently to give Texarkana, Texas a tattoo convention. I've been working hard on this. And the city's all for it, yeah. No, the city. So the city is so for it. Even before David Orr stepped in, they were already for it. Right on. Right. I had every. I've wooed them all. They all love me. And I, you know what, um, Longview. I want to say Longview had a big thing, and they're expanding now in Hot Springs. But note. Yeah, Longview yeah, has Hot the Arlitex Tattoo Convention in Longview and in Hot Springs. It's like they're skipping Tetracana for a specific reason. <laughs> I wonder why they're skipping actually, Tetracana. Actually, wouldn't 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 Texarkana be a better location? I mean, as far as central to the You would think if Texarkana liked fun. You would think if have, Texarkana you, have you talked to Roger lately? <laughs> I'm fully. I'm right behind him now. I'm gonna probably turn into Guys, Roger with the complaint. Listen, thank you so much for coming. I, we don't want to take up all your time, but on a Monday, I love here, the city busy. of Texarkana, Texas. They're great. They're not who I'm aiming at. You people know who I'm aiming at. On that note, Happy Valentine's Day. I love it. David Orr is great. The Shield is great. I love all you guys. That's right. On that note, make so, sure y'all come out on Friday the 25th for our chili, chili cook-off. Cook-up. We have Disney theme, so it's $25 to enter uh, chili. Bring some cash with you. We're going to have raffle prizes. Last year, we had a big pressure cooker pot air fryer thing this year we have a lot of um, gift cards we got target gift cards we're going to have some coffee for mission texarkana as well so we're going to have a lot of different things and don't keep paying attention to texarkana cases because they're really focusing on local businesses can't forget you've been working hard on that Mm -hmm. what categories let's not ignore so we have best in theme we have um, people's choice and i think there's one more um, I think the judges get to do that one, and then we also have the restaurants. We're inviting all the restaurants to come out That's and, what, and, and do chili I as well. I saw that yeah. that there was going to be a restaurant yeah, division, we have a restaurant category that we we're trying to get a restaurant to participate in. So you know, the, the money, the money, and I know Texarkana Homeless Coalition always undersells this, but the money that we take up, you know, where people enter the competition, um, it goes to. It's almost like a. Uh, it goes in Texarkana Homeless Coalition. We have like a voting body there, mm-hmm. but then we—it's c- almost like this unrestricted like fund. Like we have reunited families with this money. We have um, done so many things. We provided like college scholarships with this these funds, and so um, and that that uh, the money that comes from this is going to replenish that fund. Then it just uh, it does a lot of good. Yes, it does a lot of good. Well, there's uh, how could somebody get involved? Vishil with with the homeless coalition. Um, we go to our website txkh txkhc.org um, is our website, and and there's contact information on there. Um, I mean, or just visit visit our our, our shelter, visit Mission Texarkana, Randy Sam, Salvation Army, all those different people, because we are we are a coalition, and so those people have information that 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 can reach out to anybody in the coalition. There's always more that that can be. I mean. Yeah, warm clothes are great, but, you know, just a dollar goes so far to help anything you can do to help these organizations. And, and with Mission Texarkana, if if Miss Elena's leaving, mm-hmm. uh, how are we going to get more volunteers? She's she We put so much on her. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to have to work again. Yeah, I was fixing to say. When she leaves, so. 
No, it's it, we'll we'll be fine. We're gonna miss her, but you know we'll do well. Yeah. So, but can they to volunteer? Yeah, you can just go on our website and there's a button. You click. You want to volunteer? You fill out a little form and then we'll contact you. Same way with donations. If you want to donate to Mission Texarkana, we always uh, love any kind of donations. But the the money makes the world go round. We all know that. And something with the homeless that people usually don't point out uh, with nonprofit agencies is this: is that um, we um, have a budget and then we can. Uh, we respond to different needs at different times. And so people can bring like a ton of like hygiene stuff when maybe mm-hmm. that's not what mm-hmm. our need is at the time. Like maybe our need is, is bottled water, you know? And so um, we'll take either one, you know, mm-hmm. but sometimes we'll need bottled water and then everybody's donating food or now we need food and everybody's <laughs> donating bottled water. And that just helps us, you know? So either way, we'll take any kind of donation, but money helps you, be more flexible and respond to needs and and just to clarify on that because it, a lot of folks don't get this but when i say just a dollar you know like the east texas food bank and you know the different food banks and they really can a, a dollar can go further mm-hmm. for a lot of these organizations than it would for me at walmart yeah. is kind of what i'm getting at yeah there. you can't buy from the food bank no so um you know it, it, let's say you make a ten dollar donation you really just fed 10 people oh yeah i mean you uh, really i think did. we got our cost down to maybe a dollar 40 a person a yeah day. i think that's what and it we're is. feeding two meals a day yeah, yeah so um you know it's not just saying hey it's easier to money because it's easier for us to keep up with or whatever mm-hmm. but it's because it can actually go further than mm-hmm. donating Absolutely. a little bit of hamburger helper yeah. so but but bring we'll that too yeah yeah hamburger bring that helper. too yeah so um anything we want to add before we get out of here because i know you guys are busy mm-hmm. I just thank you for having us. This was a very intertwined discussion. We've touched on a lot of different topics, but it was fun. Yeah, that's why we be talking on Tetracana. <laughs> yeah. Tetracana talks. We're going to bring you back for the animal shelter episode. When is that? that? Become, uh, we're going to have to figure it out because oh. just in talking to the people that want to do it, they're already pissed off. Really? Oh, Jeff yeah. messaged me, have you looked at the emails? Yeah. I looked at it like, so what are we going to do about it? <laughs> uh, so, okay. Jeff could be a millionaire right now. No, so he couldn't. When, when no, he, listen. When, no, no. I want to talk about this. because When I, he had cheers and jeers, I came to him and I said, here's what you do. You take the, the parties that are warring here on cheers and jeers, and you show up at this table and you have it out. Like we're gonna have it out. We're gonna we're gonna talk about yeah. this thing. And then we could say Jerry, but it would be like Jeffy. That's Jeffy. right. That's right. What but about he, Jesse? He refused. Nah, bro. I'll be Brandy. Steve, I'll be Steve Wilkos. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'll be the spinoff. He refused to like sit them down, like one down here and one down here, and have like a mediation. I was like, man, you, that's money right there. <laughs> oh man, that's money. Yeah, I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want money. I'd rather come back lower class. It's too hard to be middle class. Yeah, I make too much to get any help. <laughs> Don't have enough to get. Thank you guys you seriously. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate Cody it. Howard, Thank you. Uh, Mission Texarkana. Find out at mi- more about the program uh, at missiontexarkana.org. What about Church Under the Bridge? Everybody's same, invited. Same website. Oh yeah, everybody's invited. Everybody. Nine o'clock Sunday morning. Saturday. Saturday morning. Uh, Actually, about eight thirty is when folks if you get hang there. out, drink yeah. coffee with us. Yeah, because there's coffee and usually some donuts, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the website for Texarkana Homeless Coalition. It's txkhc.org. So find out more about that and come down and enjoy the uh, chili cook-off here in downtown Texarkana on the twenty fifth. Yes, Friday the twenty fifth of February from yeah. five to eight. Thank you, guys. Jesse, what else can we add? Texarkana is improving. Stay positive, guys. Cheers to Tetricana. Even when you want to jeer them when they waste your time after three years. <laughs> I think Jesse's got an axe to grind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 